1: Hello, from Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Womanica. This month, we're talking about rebels with a cause. Women who broke rules and took major risks to offend the status quo and create meaningful change. Today, we're talking about a pioneer of Black feminist activism. She played a key role in winning rights for African Americans and expanding the NAACP. In the face of adversity, she never backed down. Let's talk about Ruby Hurley. On February 12, 1909, black and white activists united to form the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, or the NAACP. This organization would quickly rise to prominence as the leading national organization in the civil rights movement. On November 7, 1909, Ruby Hurley was born. It didn't take long for Ruby and the NAACP to join forces. Little is known about Ruby Hurley's early life. What we do know is this. She was a product of the Washington, D.C. public school system. She attended minor teacher's college, and she took law classes at Robert H. Terrell Law School while working a series of jobs, including roles in the federal government and the Industrial Bank of Washington. Ruby's achievements at this point alone were groundbreaking. Jim Crow laws were in full effect, which enforced racial segregation and disenfranchised Black Americans. And yet, Ruby used her community and savviness to receive higher education during a time when most Black women were confined to domestic work. As Ruby progressed, so did the civil rights struggle. In 1939, Ruby witnessed it firsthand. That year, opera singer Marian Anderson was scheduled to perform in front of an integrated audience at Constitution Hall in Washington, D.C. When the Daughters of the American Revolution found out Marian was Black, They refused to let her perform. This was Racial Discrimination 101. Civil rights advocates were determined to let Marion's voice be heard. Ruby joined a committee of NAACP members to find a solution. With the support from President Roosevelt and the First Lady, Ruby and the committee successfully got Marion's concert moved to the Lincoln Memorial. On April 9, 1939, Marion stunned an in-person and radio audience numbering in the millions with her vocals. This performance put the burgeoning civil rights movement center stage. Ruby's activism didn't stop there. In 1943, NAACP Executive Secretary Walter White appointed Ruby as youth secretary of the organization. She moved to New York City and dove straight into her work. Over the subsequent seven years, Ruby increased youth membership to 25,000 people. Ruby's next assignment was in Birmingham, Alabama. She was responsible for setting up a new NAACP office and leading recruitment efforts in five southern states, a much different scene than the North. In many parts of the South, just being a member of the NAACP was dangerous. Members had their jobs and their lives threatened. Ruby eventually became the Southeast Regional Director of the NAACP. As director... Ruby traveled around the region speaking on race issues, advocated for civil rights, encouraged nonviolent action, and increased NAACP membership. Her impact was such that by the end of the 1960s, her branch was the largest in the organization with more than 90,000 members. In a movement and organization that was dominated by men, this was no small feat, especially when others treated her as less than because of her identity as a Black woman, both inside and outside the organization. Ruby's work didn't receive the same kind of recognition as her male counterparts. But this didn't stop her. No wasn't an option. And because of this attitude, Ruby made significant progress in the movement for Black liberation and for equality for all. Ruby's legal training was particularly helpful as she investigated racially motivated crimes throughout the South. Most notably, Ruby worked on the case of Emmett Till. She and her colleague Medgar Evers put on disguises wearing field hats and cotton pickers' clothes and set out to find potential witnesses to testify. Ultimately, Emmett Till's killers were acquitted in court. People around the world saw the injustice of the case, and many point to that moment as the launch of the modern civil rights movement. Ruby was at the forefront of it all. Jet Magazine called her the most militant Negro woman in the South. Ruby also put her legal skills to the test when she played an instrumental role in getting the University of Alabama to admit its first black student. She repeated that work years later at the University of Georgia. On June 1, 1956, Alabama passed a law banning NAACP activities. That easily could have discouraged, and even stopped, this important work. Ruby immediately shut down the branch and moved to Atlanta, but it wasn't long before she opened another Southeast regional office there. for the advancement of Black people until her retirement in 1978. She devoted nearly four decades of her life to the fight for racial justice. On August 9, 1980, Ruby Hurley passed away. She was 70 years old. All month, we're talking about rebels with the cause. For more information, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Womanica Podcast. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.
0: Right rug flooring.
2: Slash I Heart.